none of these games really matter because the Grizzlies are going to win overall, but I guess I'll talk about them. I guess. I mean, just to make other people happy. Whatever. What is going on, everybody? Hope you guys are having a fantastic time while you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully I can entertain you guys for the next 10 to 15 minutes while it is happening. My name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. The NBA playoffs are still underway, and the first round is about halfway completed. Some of these series could be over in a matter of days. So we're going to go ahead and talk about a bunch of games that happened over... Uh, two days, Monday and Tuesday, the 24th and 25th, we're going to talk about those and then preview the games tonight and, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies. So that's the rundown for today. Let's go ahead and get into it. So starting off with Monday's game, the Miami Heat were absolutely obliterated by the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee goes up 2-0 in that series. Um, the Nuggets bounce back against their rough game one and get game two, winning a game at home. 109 sorry 128 to 109 pretty close uh it was it was it seemed a lot closer than it actually was um and yeah they they tie the series up one to one and looking at the games yesterday the nets just blew the celtics out of the water they win game two as well as game one so they are 2-0 and then the los angeles lakers redeem themselves once again and go up uh so they actually tie one to one going up against the phoenix suns which is actually a really close game a really good game um and the mavericks stun everyone they stunned me uh they took a game they took both games in los angeles against the clippers uh in a pretty pretty great fashion luka Doncic once again fantastic goes up to uh goes up 2-0 in that series so we're gonna go ahead and talk about the games on monday before we talk about anything else so milwaukee and the heat this game was over that before it even started they put up 46 points in the first quarter the bucks did over the Heat. That is absolutely ridiculous. And that is in large part to, obviously, Giannis Antetokounmpo with 30, 30, 31 points for him uh, and 13 rebounds, 6 assists. The near triple-double, um, but pretty pretty solid double-double for him tonight. Um, absolutely, absolute beast. He played he played an absolutely fantastic game, and it was, in the, it was large part to him why they won the game. But that's not really the only reason. Chris Middleton had 17 points, and Drew Holiday had 15 assists and 11 points, double-double. But the bench stood up. Brett Forbes, 22 points. Uh, I'm sorry, Papa Portis with 11. And then Conovan with uh, a whole lot as well, 15 for him. And so the bench really, really stood up tonight. And they, only, they didn't play a tremendous amount. They played 18, 9, and 20 minutes for those three guys. And so... Great job to those guys. Definitely propelled the Miami. Sorry, propelled the Milwaukee Bucks over the Miami Heat. Um, 132 points is a whole lot. And but Miami struggled a little bit. Their bench did play great. We did have two guys off the bench. Uh, Deadman with 19, and then Gorian Dragic with 18. And then the often the starting lineup struggled though. Ariza with zero, Butler with 10, Bam on a bio with 16, and that's about it. None had nine, and Duncan Robinson had 10. Once again, that's really it. And so. They just, they just didn't really play great. The starting lineup did not play great, and the bench played decent, but you need your starting lineup to play fantastic whenever, especially when these superstars are on the court. Giannis, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, John Vincenzo. That's a very, very great 
starting lineup, and so they just need they need weapons to counteract that. And so yeah, it was a rough game for the Heat, and I really don't know if they'll be able to bounce back from this. Like I, I'm once again, I'm not going to count the Heat out, especially after that game one performance. But the Bucks just a really strong team at the moment and a strong team in general. The next thing we're going to talk about is the. Uh, Portland Trailblazers versus the Denver Nuggets. Now, this is a game I really thought that the Trailblazers actually were going to win, but the Nuggets stepped up, stood up tonight, and yeah, this was a this was a really good showing for them. Damian Lillard, though, 42 points for him and 10 assists. He was a minus 16 when he was on the court, played 42 minutes, and shot very efficiently, 9 for 16 from 3, 11 for 13 from the free throw line. So it was a great night for him, um, but unfortunately... Their bench did not do great. CJ McCollum on the starting lineup had 21, and then Norman Powell had 15, and everybody else in single digits. So the starting lineup was not bad, but just their bench was really bad. I'm going to name off these numbers. Carmelo Anthony, 5. Harry Giles, 0. Hollis Jefferson, 2. Uh, TJ Leaf, 2. Daniel Jones, 2. Uh, Little with 2. Sorry, 3. Um, Cantor with four, and then Simmons with three. And so they just did not have the help off of the bench. And yeah, they didn't have any statistics off the bench, really. And so they just that was hard for them to do well, especially against the Denver bench, which scored a whole lot more. Millsap with 15, and then Bull, uh, sorry, I saw was Bull. I was like, Bull, Bull scored 12 points. No, Marcus Morris scored 12 points. And so we'll get into more of that in a second. But their bench just didn't do that great, and they just couldn't stand up when, when it mattered. And they kept, they started out really really cold. So all those reasons, they lost the game. That's that's it is what it is. And so the uh, Denver Nuggets now with Aaron Gordon with 13 points, Michael Porter Jr. with eight, Nikola Jokic with 38, Capazzo with 12, and then Rivers with nine. So very very strong starting lineup for them tonight. And like I said, Paul Millsap with 15 and Marcus Morris with 12. And so Denver actually might make this a series. I said Portland was gonna win. I think I think I said Portland was gonna win. Uh, and I still do believe that. But Denver showed some fight tonight, and they could push it into a couple of they, they could push it into some games. And so I think, I think, uh, I think Portland still will win the series. But this was a rough showing for nights for for them tonight. A step, of course, Damian Lillard, forty two points, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Now the games that actually happened yesterday on Tuesday, the twenty fifth. We got the Celtics and Nets, and once again, this was another game that, like, oh, this could be a really, really good game, and it absolutely was not. It was a great, great shooting performance by the Brooklyn Nets, but that's about it. Unfortunately, Jason Tatum did go out with an injury here. This is not good for Celtics fans. If he cannot play, then they have no offense, and they have no answer for the Brooklyn Nets, and their series will definitely, definitely be over. And Tatum, rough nights, and I only played 21 minutes because of his injury. Nine points for him, four rebounds. Not, not good. Tristan Thompson played well with 15. Kimball Walker with seven. Marcus Smart with 19. And Fournier with 16. If Jason Tatum played really, really great in this game or just played decent in this game, they would have... They, they would have contested this game, but they just really, really didn't. Brooklyn came out and dropped 40 in the first quarter uh, to their 26. And, yeah, they completely ran away with it until the fourth quarter when Boston came back a little bit. But, once again, not much. And so, then their bench was decent. Williams with eight, and they had a couple of their guys score. I won't really talk about them because there's a whole lot of them. But, yeah, the Boston Celtics uh, struggled tonight, and that is that is a bummer. And especially if Jason Tatum's out then they're really, their series is really, really over. Like The Brooklyn Nets are like one of the strongest teams in the NBA, and you have to compete with all of their weapons. And if you can't, it's over. Game over. So, sorry, Celtics fans. I am rooting for Jason Tatum to come back. So this could be an interesting series. And, yeah, it's just for Jason Tatum. Um, looking at the Brooklyn Nets now, 
Kevin Durant with 26 tonight, Blake Griffin with 11, Joe Harris with 25, Kyrie Irving with 15, and James Harden with 20. We saw the three-headed dragon tonight, and yeah, it was it was crazy. They were all, all in double figures. Kyrie Irving actually didn't assist as much. He only had 15 points, six assists, six rebounds, and so I thought Kyrie would assist a lot more. But, yeah, it was a great performance from the three-headed dragon. And then the bench played pretty well. Landry Shamit with 10 points, Jeff Green with 6, and then Brown with 6 as well. And so this Brooklyn Nets team is very scary. They will attack you in multiple different ways, and they will attack you in multiple different ways. They, don't, they, they can, and they will, and they have been, and they will to come. Look at that little sequence there. And so... I'm surprised they actually really didn't hit 50 games this season. They have struggled with inconsistency, and that would be the only thing that they wouldn't be able to win the championship. But here, but if we're being all honest, like nobody really in the East is going to be able to stop this team very easily. I think the Nets, or, sorry, I think the Bucks and or the um, the Bucks with the 76ers in this series would be really fun. But I don't, I don't know. I think that I think those would be the only two weapons that could stop this team, and we could see that. I'm actually going to see so. We could we could see Bucks next. Well, actually, probably will see Bucks next round, which will be very interesting to see. And then the only way to see Philadelphia will be in the Western Conference Finals. So I really am looking forward to the Bucks and Miami game, uh, and to hope hopefully the Bucks can get out of the first round. I got a buddy who roots for the Bucks, so I'll root for them. And it's and I just root for them just to see a Brooklyn and Boston. Sorry, a Brooklyn and Milwaukee semi conference semifinal because I really think that'll be fun, and we don't have to wait that long. So it was going to happen eventually. Might as well happen now. Next game, we got two more games now, is the Lakers and the Suns. Now, this is a series that I feel could go either way. And tonight, we're going in that direction. The Lakers take game two after the Celtics destroyed them in the first game. And so, the Suns uh, now going down in this... Sorry, the Suns actually losing a game in this series is a big thing, but we're just going to talk about this. Um, Anthony Davis shot 21 free throws. That's not a question. That's a fact. Like, that is absolutely crazy that he did that. He scored 18 of them. Um, like, 21 free throws is how many free throws a team shoots in a game, by the way. Pfft, whatever. 34 tonight, 10 rebounds, and 11, sorry, 7 assists. Really close to that. Triple-double. And then King James with 23 and 9 assists for him tonight. Andre Drummond with 15. Schroeder with 24. And Cardwell Pope with 0. I want Marcus Saul off the bench had 6 points, 2 assists, 1 uh, assist. Sorry, yeah, no, two, two rebounds, two assists. I'm sorry. There's a piece of something. There's something on my screen. I couldn't see that. Um, but the bench, besides that, didn't really do anything. And so I was surprised they won this game. But just the starting lineup just absolutely killed. 34, 23, and 24. That is a scary, scary thing. And that's a great, great thing for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then looking at the um, looking at the Phoenix Suns, who were without... Sorry, Chris Paul kind of got injured in this one as well. Uh, he got injured in the... in. Let's see. No, no. He, he, he kind of got injured in his last game, and he played not great tonight. Only six points, five assists for him tonight. And yeah, their starting lineup was not good. Jay Crowder with eight, Miles Bridges with six, Deontay Ayton with 22 and 10 rebounds, and then Devin Booker with 31 and three assists. And so it was just a, not a great game for the Suns, and their starting lineup was definitely something that wasn't great. And then finally, Payne off the bench with 19 points. But yeah, they just were really, really off from the field tonight. They what did they what did they shoot? They shot forty six percent, which is pretty good, but thirty percent from three and ninety three percent from the free throw line. And so they actually shot better than the Lakers did, which is surprising because Anthony Davis shot eighteen for twenty one. So and and Schroeder hit six for six. And so 
over overall this game was a very interesting game i think will turn out to be a very interesting series i think a whole lot of these series um will be very very interesting to watch especially coming down into the wire of the um just of these of the just of the series and so this is a game that i think the lakers needed to win for confidence because the suns they didn't the lakers didn't look like the best the best team against the suns last time and honestly they looked like it this time so should be interesting to see when they play again and the game of the day in my opinion is the uh, Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Clippers. This was a really, really fun game. It was really, really close, and we got to see the Mavericks take another game on the Clippers. As a Grizzlies fan, I do not like the Clippers franchise. It's just in my blood. And to see the Mavericks do this is pretty gosh darn uh, incredible and very impressive. Starting off with Finney Smith with just three points, but Kevlar with 13 points. Tim Hardaway Jr. was getting the starting spot tonight with 28. Congratulations to him. Um... Kristaps uh, Porzingis with 20, and then Luka Magic, 39 points. Seven assists, seven rebounds for him, all defensive. And so that that three-headed monster tonight is really, really good uh, and something that if they can keep, continue to develop Tim Hardaway Jr. and obviously continue to develop Kristaps Porzingis and Luka Doncic on the same team, this will be a really, really strong team going, going forward. Tim Hardaway Jr. is still pretty young, but he can get really, really great if he just continues to just be continue to be put in the position where he is a shooter on this team. And right now, he absolutely is. And it was a great night for him. Their bench actually was underwhelming. Brunson with 9 and Richardson with 9. And that's about it. Melly and Powell with zeros across the board. And Willie Cauley-Stein with 6. And so, their bench didn't play great. But the Dallas Mavericks uh, starting lineup was enough to get it done. And, whoa, it was. It was, a, it was great. It was a great starting lineup for them tonight. And great scoring for the Dallas Mavericks. Looking at the Clippers now, Leonard with 41 points, another great performance for him, and another great performance from Paul George, 28 points, 12 rebounds. You know, the sad thing is, nobody else really did anything. Beverly with three, Zubak with two, and the Morris with nine. That's not a stat line that you want to see from your starting lineup, and so you may have great superstars on your team, but if your other team can't do anything, that's not going to work. I was interested to see how the um, Brooklyn Nets would do because I really didn't think they had a bench. Their bench wasn't playing fantastic, but this season they really stepped it up. They have depth. They have other players that can score and help with the help with the, the three guys. And the Clippers just really haven't this season. Reggie Jackson with 15 off the bench, Terrence Mann with 18 with eight off the bench. Sorry, and Nicholas Batum with nine. But really, like they're just not supporting. Uh, Leonard and George. Leonard and George can combine for over 60 points for all I care. They almost did it tonight. They did do it tonight. I'm sorry. They did do it tonight. But like it doesn't matter if they can't if if they can't do anything with it. And so I'm sorry, Clippers fans. I'm really not. But you, you guys get you guys got to get your act together. Um, you can I mean, losing to the Dallas Mavericks would be a big thing for this team because I really didn't. I looking at it, I didn't really think it was going to happen. But then going after after watching game one and thinking about it a little bit more, Dallas is a better team to me. They're they're hot when they're getting hot when it matters. And yeah, the Clippers just are struggling at the moment. Can, will they will they go in, out in the first round of the playoffs again? I don't know, but right now I could see it happening. Looking forward at these next games. Now we have the Philadelphia 76ers taking on Washington tonight at six o'clock Central Time on NBA TV. So that's where you can watch that. And then tipping off at six thirty, which those games will be overlapping. Uh, we got the Hawks and the Knicks and on TNT. Once again, a series that I feel I will be watching. Uh, I'll be watching that game tonight. This is a series I just really love to see, um, especially after that first game. And so that'll be one that I'll watch on TNT. And then if you're sticking with it, you got the Utah Jazz taking on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight as well. And so I'll preview the Grizzlies game. But all three of these games tonight 
are games that that could go, I think they could go either way except for the Sixers game. Um, and yeah, I think I think the Sixers will take that game 100%. And then Hawks and Knicks. I bet Knicks will take this one. Uh, and yeah, it's over the Hawks because they got thing. It got chippy over there, and I think that they'll just get it done over there. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Memphis Grizzlies, which is where which is the team. Hopefully, you guys all came for. Even if it isn't, we're going to go ahead and talk about it because it's my podcast. And yeah, I, think, I feel like I'm most interesting when I talk about my team. So we're going to do it. Starting off, Memphis Grizzlies versus Utah Jazz. Now, Grizzlies took game one earlier this, earlier in the week, and we shocked the world. I've seen it. I've seen it put so many times. Shocked the league. Um, and so can we do it tonight? I don't know. I'm going to talk about the things that we have to do to do that. Starting off with the injury report, Sean McDermott once again is out. Once again, not really a big deal. And then the Utah Jazz are going to be without Donovan Mitchell. So both teams really coming at this game with full force. And the arena, the capacity is 18,000 people. So they've they had a whole lot of people down there. Uh, I think it's actually the most in the in the entire league. I wonder. I think that I think that's the most uh, that they are. I think that's the most. And so I maybe maybe not. I think so. But. The Jazz are nine and a half point favorites tonight, and so what? What we can do? Uh, let's see. First of all, Kendrick Perkins says that we will that we'll sweep that we'll sweep the Jazz. Sorry, not sweep the Jazz. We'll beat the Jazz in the first round. Which, thank you for having faith. I really appreciate that. Uh, if you are listening somehow, which if you're not, you're probably not. But like, thank you to you. We have a believer over here. And then Stephen A. Smith says Memphis won't win if Mitchell returns. Pretty accurate. And so I'm glad we took that one game. Uh, what's his name? Just came off of his Jordan Clarkson won this NBA Six Man Award, which I'll talk about awards probably in a little while. Uh, I, I want to get all the awards out before I start talking about them, but it was definitely something coming up. But Jordan Clarkson, congratulations! You got the Six Man of the Year award. Uh, top scorer off the bench, definitely well deserves. And so, yeah, this is this gonna be a really interesting game. Donovan Mitchell is really upset that the Jazz wouldn't play him in the first game. Of the first game of the playoffs, and the team, because he came out for shooting for shoot around, and the team's like, no, you can't play. His teammates were really upset, and then Donovan Mitchell was very upset, and so I could very well see the Utah Jazz beating us tonight, uh, which is a bummer. But we've we've won nine out of our our last ten games, I think it is. Yeah, and so hopefully hopefully we can get this win. This will be this would be really really good and really really big to get home court advantage. Um, if we win this game, but once again, I really don't see it happening. What we need to do is that we need. It depends on how rusty Donovan Mitchell is set. Donovan Mitchell is. So I heard I was talking to somebody today about this game, and they said Donovan Mitchell's coming back, but is he actually coming back? Like, is the Donovan Mitchell that we know and either love or hate coming back or not? And I think I think that's a really interesting question. So shout out to you if you know you know you you know you know who you are, and so. Donna Mitchell, we're very interested to watch tonight. Uh, Dylan Brooks is definitely be on him, making his life just miserable. Uh, and hopefully he can hopefully he can make him miserable and Donovan Mitchell doesn't go off too much tonight. But we need to do the win. We need the bench to do really, really great. And we need to once again do what we have been in the last couple of games, shooting threes. And so not leaving any and not leaving threes open. Jazz are a great three-point shooting team. So defending them as well it will be a big thing. So overall, this should be an interesting game tonight. And yeah, you can watch it tonight. 9 o'clock on TNT, as well as the other games as well, if you want to. But that is going to do it for me today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you absolutely did enjoy it. If you want to hear more fantastic music like the music you hear at the beginning, each and every end of the podcast, go check out Hardly Genius on YouTube. Put out some great music. Stop by and give it a try, as always, if you have not already. Tomorrow, I'll have a, I should should have a podcast talking about the Memphis Cruises game against the Utah Jazz. I'll talk about stats, do my normal thing. 
Bada bing, bada boom. Should be very interesting. Hopefully you can look forward to that on your Thursday as we're getting closer and closer to the ever-looming weekend. So once again, hopefully look forward to that. You can find me on my YouTube, my website, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you'd love to continue to support me, once again, very much appreciated. Links will be down in the description. If you are new, those links, yeah, check out the descriptions, by the way, guys. I don't know if you do that. Uh, I, I give a summary of what I talk about. There's a joke at the very beginning most of the time. And, yeah, I sometimes, I, it's information down there. I feel like you should listen, you, you could look at. If not, once again, I don't really care. But I think it's definitely useful. And I spend time trying to write those, so. I don't like my work going to waste, so there, there you go. It's down there. Uh, at least give it a look. I really don't care if you do, but this is me asking you to do that. I don't really normally do that. I don't always like, oh, like and subscribe or whatever. But if you would, if if you could, that would really help me out. That would be very much appreciated. Once again, all up to you though. Finally, every team is absolutely fantastic. The rest of the NBA season, unless they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Until next time, my name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Podcast. Later. Sir.